Well, Mark, I think a lot of heads are still reeling over Craig Council signing as manager of the Chicago Cubs. What is this going to mean as far as a business impact on the Brewers? Yeah, this was a head scratcher, wasn't it? I have to admit, I read the news on Twitter first. I actually said out loud, wow. You know, it's rare that I actually respond that way to almost anything nowadays. But with a head turner, the question I've been asked all week is, what does this mean for the team? I think anytime you have uncertainty, Libby, anytime you don't know what's going to happen next year in terms of who's going to lead the team, there's going to be some impact, whether it's in the renewal of season seats, whether it's in the renewal of sponsorships. You know, obviously, the long-term impact will be on winning and can it win again next year? Can they make the playoffs again next year? But I think the fact that they made the playoffs this year has been knocked off a little bit as a result of this news because, you know, he's well-known, well-liked, has had a nice run here. So I think this uncertainty right now will hurt them for the short term. Long term, again, will be about who they replace them with. Then, of course, if they win next year. Do you think they're going to have to spend more money on players? I think they're going to spend more money probably on a manager, don't you think, after this? Well, I don't know. I'm wondering. Yeah, Yeah, I'm just wondering. How how does that work? Players... I think they're going to have to spend more money in all areas if they want to have a winning team, which they obviously have been really committed to that. I think they're going to have to spend more money on the manager than have more money on the field. Other teams are spending more money. It's this whole thing about how we are the smallest market in the MLB and how they fight against the Cubs, how they fight against the Mets, how they fight against LA. It's tough for them just because of this market and the revenue earned here, but they've done a pretty good job. This was a blow. There's no doubt Craig went to Chicago from everything we've read and seen for money, and he's saying a challenge and opportunity, but come on now, it's It's also about the money. So I think you're right. There's no doubt the Brewers are going to have to open up the wallets a bit here. Mm, Okay. Now, speaking of the Brewers, and obviously AmFam Field, your staff had the chance to get a private tour to see some of those areas where they're saying this is where the investment has to be in terms of upgrades. What did you see? Yeah, this was interesting to me because probably the thing I ask is what's wrong with the stadium? It's pretty nice. I mean, I go out there. I mean, I'm a season ticket holder. They have nice seats. The concourses are nice. Things look good. It's when you get underneath, when you get on the ground level and you see the heaters and the coolers, their broadcast area needs to be upgraded and updated. And one area they even talked about was escalators and elevators, how they've had some issues there. And there were certain times this season where escalators and elevators were not working, which is an issue if you have a seat on the upper level and you're in a wheelchair or you're handicapped. That has to work. So they really have to spend some money there. Kind of the way it's been explained to me is you have a house. Now that house is like the stadium is 20 years old. You need to spend some money on that house in terms of maintenance, whether it's the roof, whether it's the windows, whether it's the sidewalk. And kind of that's what they showed us. They showed us the, you know, kind of the innerlings of the stadium, the, you know, kind of outside the stadium, some of the, uh, some of the walkways need to be upgraded and updated. It's not a worn place, but it's after 20 years, you have to spend money. What the hope is that the stadium will last for a lot longer and we won't have to have a new one here. Obviously, if they can spend this money, the hope is that it will last as long as their lease, which is another 27 years. Was there anything in particular that you saw that you were taken aback? Well, I guess it's just you don't think about, you know, the heating systems and the air conditioning systems and the escalators and the elevators and the roof parts and things like that. You just don't think about that. It's like kind of like your house. Things work until they don't work, right? And they always tell us to do maintenance on our house, and sometimes we do it and sometimes we don't. So I think the thing I was just kind of taken aback was by... Something Rick Schlesinger told us is that for some of the things they have there in terms of the mechanics, earlier this year, they had to actually look on eBay to get some of the parts for them. That seems a little... Because, they, little were, because they weren't available, because just, that they were, out, exactly. that they were outdated. Yeah, so, so they're, you know, they're kind of looking for that next new thing for their house. They're also looking for the screwed cap for the heater down there. To me, I was surprised at that, but I think it just shows kind of how things have changed since the stadium opened. Let's move to Northridge Mall. 
Well, not literally. Uh, but I don't think we can, but you know, <laughs> we could talk about it, right? Oh, my gosh. What, what is this deal about the city of Milwaukee making yeah. an attempt to purchase it? Why didn't it work out? And what's the next step after all these fires are in the last week or two? Yeah, I mean, more fires. And the fire chief, I'm sure you saw his comments, very upset, very frustrated. More fires, more security issues, more crime that's going on there. And the city in September tried to acquired the mall. They saw what happened this year with Frank Corbello and his offer for $3 million. And, you know, he wanted to buy it and he wanted to convert it into warehouse and storage, things like that. The city said, okay, how much would it cost us? When the owner said, it'll cost you the same amount, the city said, well, no, thank you. So it's now sitting in the same spot it was a month ago, same spot it was a year ago, same spot it was a couple years ago. And that's waiting on the courts. The court is still has to appeal. The city has an order to knock it down. The owner has appealed that in court. We're waiting for the court ruling. But in the meantime, nothing is happening there. And because of a developer who walked away, he no longer has security on the property. So you're starting to see these fires again. You're starting to see the crime happen up there again. But I've been saying this over and over again. Something has to happen at some point, hopefully sooner. You have to have a redevelopment of that site. You need to have it secure. You can't have something significant happen there that ends up hurting somebody or, God forbid, killing somebody. Mm, I know. It's just a, a very sad situation. It is. 20 years. You would think at some point something would happen, but right now where we're at is there's no end of the tunnel, right? We're just waiting. Speaking of demolition, <laughs> which I think a lot well, of people would, I, I think a lot of people would like to see happen like with that. Northridge Mall. The Milwaukee Business Journal took a look at about 1,700 public right. comments on the proposal to knock down I-794. What was the consensus of what you found? I think it's not surprisingly because they've been very outspoken and vocal about the people who want it gone, who want it knocked down, who want to see that land leveled out, who want to see some of the redevelopment there, whether it's office, whether it's green space, whether it's housing. So there was a lot of comments in favor of it. There were some comments against it. As I've talked about with you, there are concerns from a number of people about the access about the increase in traffic, about how to get in and out, how to get trucks in and out from the port. So there is some concern. And there were some interesting suggestions. One of them was actually have the freeway underground. An outlandish suggestion, but nowadays anything can get thrown on the table, right? But I think this thing is moving along and there is a lot of support for knocking it down at some point. I think 24 is going to be a critical year as you'll see some of the recommendations will come out there'll be a lot of input obviously the mayor will have a big role in this as he does support some sort of removal here and this one's gonna be really interesting to watch next year because there is a lot of momentum for this but yet there are some concerns again traffic access and trucking is so that are going to have to be taken care of. Finally, Mark, we're getting close to the holidays, and that means a lot of we people are. are going to be traveling. And the Business Journal had a story this week, and you looked at the top 10 destination for travelers coming out of Milwaukee for the month of uh, December. Where's well, everybody going? What do you think? What do you think? I think uh, the number one choice would be obvious. What do you think? I think a lot of people are headed to Florida. You're right. It is Orlando. I mean, Orlando is the most, um, not a surprise to me. On the list, there's Orlando and there's other places in Florida. There's the West Coast. There's Arizona. There's Phoenix. You do see some travel out to the East Coast. We were in New York, some to the West Coast. But Florida and Arizona are very hot, and I use that word for hot weather, and hot in terms of everybody wants to head there just because of our weather here. So I think what it also showed is that we're seeing increase again at the airport since COVID. Obviously, they saw a huge drop in travel. 
Travel's now on its way up again. It's doing very well, not quite at the pre-2020 level, but almost back there. We're seeing really good success in Milwaukee in terms of adding flights, but I think we need more. And that's kind of the whole thing you and I have talked about in terms of this fly Milwaukee thing that's going on and kind of how the airport really wants everyone to fly to Milwaukee and out of O'Hare because if we fly to Milwaukee, we'll end up with more nonstop flights elsewhere. But not surprising, the Florida thing, and I know I'm heading there sometime, hopefully in January. I'm sure you're going to head there because you have to admit, we need a few days out of the snow and cold, don't you think? I got to work on my tan. (laughs) Hey, Mark, it's- <laughs> you, 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 I know you go down there and just kind of like wave to me. That's I'm like, where's Libby? She's in Florida again. Of course she is. Oh, Mark, it's always good to hear from you. Maybe we'll catch up in Florida one of these days. <laughs> that would be awesome. All right, All right Libby, you, you take have a care. great week and I'll talk to you. Thank you. Bye-bye.